Palestinians deserve to exist. Well, because that's not what they're talking about over there. That's not what's going on, you whack job. What's going on over there is terrorists have struck Israel with a number of uh, missiles, and they continue to strike them uh, last night coming out of Lebanon, killing innocent Israelis. Now, you can lie to the people if you want to, but you, that just makes you a liar. All this apartheid talk that they're saying in D.C. we got more details on that coming up for you, but let's keep it live and local right now. Good morning. It's 510. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Flash flood watch in effect through Thursday. Today, mostly cloudy, breezy, a couple of showers, and heavy thunderstorms. High today, about 82. We had high winds overnight that knocked out a bunch of power. It is widespread. There's about 19,000 customers, latest check of the CPS map, that have been affected by these power outages. And you just heard uh, Don Morgan talk about this accident up on IH-35 at 1103. I don't know if that's weather-related or not, but southbound IH-35 is completely closed at the moment. We don't know how long it's going to be closed, but if you're coming in from New Braunfels or San Marcos or Austin on southbound 35, find another route because IH-35 is completely closed in Cibolo right now. Tonight, uh, mostly cloudy, and this is when things have the potential once again, as they did last night, for getting very interesting. A shower and gusty thunderstorm around. Any of these thunderstorms can produce damaging winds and cause flash flooding. That's the major concern. With heavy rain, high winds, even hail, the possibility over the next couple of days. Now, we cover a very large area, 99 counties on KTSA. And then, of course, we cover the entire world online. So it's hard to predict exactly what you're going to be going through. But I can tell you in our immediate area, the potential is there for heavy rain, high winds, and even hail over the next couple of days. We are told now that Public, work, public Works has already pre-positioned barricades that they can put in the what is typically called low-water crossing areas. It's high-water area. And they're bringing in additional personnel to work overtime to position those barricades and do what is necessary to protect uh, the traveling public. So that's it right there. Be on the lookout for heavy rain the next uh, couple of days, off and on. Not saying that you're going to get it. Not saying you're not going to see sunshine because some will. It's one of those deals where you're going to get a big downpour, and then, boom, the sun's going to shine. But you know what? That's how we do spring around here. After more than a week of fighting, the Israeli-Gaza conflict continues to intensify, and now terrorists firing rockets out of Lebanon into Israel. They're just trying. The Biden administration right now, that's all that's going on, is that Iran and these other nations that back terrorists in the Middle East, they are trying Joe Biden to see how tough he's going to be. And you see what the liberal whack jobs like Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and AOC and the others in Congress are now demanding. This is exactly this playing right into the terrorists' hands. They are demanding that the Biden administration not fund Israel's defense anymore. That's exactly what the terrorists are trying to get done. That's exactly what Iran done. It, it wants so that Iran can take over the Middle East and control all of the interests in the Middle East. This is exactly what they're doing, and they know Joe Biden is weak. He's an elderly old man who is not very good at thinking right now, and they know that. And they're trying and testing him right now. Neanderthal thinking worked in the state of Texas, and it's working elsewhere. What's going on with Fauci's people, by the way? And the handout that is rocking the cradle. Details about San Antonio, Texas. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Stay connected. To say that both sides, both sides, need to de-escalate, downplays the responsibility the terrorists have 
for initiating the conflict in the first place and suggest Israelis are not entitled to defend themselves. Bill Pyatt is going to join me at 6.20, and we're going to get into that break a little early so that we have a chance to really uh, dive down into some of these employment issues. Uh, Trey Ware here on KTSA. He is an attorney uh, and a professor over at St. Mary's School of Law, and he understands employment law like nobody else in San Antonio and, in fact, our entire area, so he can answer our questions. So many of you have inundated me uh, over the past, well, weeks, but uh, especially more recently over the vaccine and unmasking and your employment situation and whether or not your employer can actually require you to get vaccinated or fire you or require you to get vaccinated and treat you differently like a second-class citizen than the other employees. Is that possible? Uh, can you can you be told by your employer either you take the vaccine or you're separated or you take the vaccine or you have to act and be different and be secluded than everybody else here at work or maybe you're not allowed to come to work at all if you don't take the vaccine. And then what about our children now that we know that it's approved for children? What about school next year? What happens if they start doing that? And then, of course, the, the $64 million question is whether or not uh, they can, anybody, when I say they, I, I mean any any entity, whether it's an airline or a restaurant, can they require you to show proof of your vaccination before you're allowed to enter the restaurant or get on the airplane? Uh, those are the kinds of questions that I'm being inundated with, and I'm going to ask Mr. Pyatt, that at uh, at six twenty this morning. So please be listening. And if you know somebody else who is having an issue with this and has questions about it, I know it's early, but ring them up, get them up, get them going, and get them listening because this is the kind of information that you're going to want to hear and that you're going to want to know. That's coming up one hour from right now here on KTSA. Texas reporting zero COVID deaths. Two months. Two months. It was March when our governor said take the mask off. I had already been taking the mask off in certain circumstances because I had already been vaccinated. So all of this is not new to me. I hear a lot of people talking about how this is wonderful and this is great and this is new. And it's all, yeah, that's right. I've been doing it now. I can't tell you how many months. And it really is liberating the first time you do it. And there for the longest time when I would walk up to a register after I had been, you know, uh, mask free in a building a building of some, you know, a, a, a Walmart or whatever. And I, I typically stay away from people anyway. I kind of prefer my life that way. <laughs> so I'm not right up against somebody shopping in their mask. And I don't let somebody get right up against me. But when I would go to check out, I'd put the, the mask on. Well, now it's just all mask off. And look what happened. No deaths. Only 388 cases in the entire state. No deaths. The lowest in 13 months. This was a decision that our governor made, Greg Abbott, two months ago. And if you remember, President Biden said it's Neanderthal thinking. He said it's a big mistake. Let's, let's hope everybody realizes by now that these masks make a big difference. That's what Biden said. Well, Biden was wrong. Biden is wrong on most things that he talks about. And when you compare Texas with the lockdown mask-up states across the country, the infections raged in those states like New York. If you just compare Texas to New York in the numbers, the infections raised in the, raged in those states that were locked down and masked up, while Texas numbers went down, 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 down. Abbott was right. Biden was wrong again. And it just makes me think... 
only wonder what it would have been like had we had taken the mask off and done these things way before March of this year. Now Biden says the unvaccinated will end up paying the price. He said this yesterday, get vaccinated or you'll end up paying the price. This guy is really good at threats, isn't he? Deaths are down from COVID by 81%. He said we know that there will be advances of it. We know that there will be flare-ups. If the unvaccinated get vaccinated, they'll protect themselves and other unvaccinated people around them. Ultimately, those who are not vaccinated will end up paying the price, he said. He's such a bundle of joy. The vaccinated will continue to be protected against severe illnesses, but others, you won't be protected. Well, Joe, walk down the hall to Anthony Fauci and ask him why his crew over at the NIH are not getting vaccinated. What's up with that? He testified before Congress just a few days ago that less than half of the employees at his agency have been vaccinated. Que pasó? What's up? What's happening? What is up with that? Why, why at the NIH would only half of the employees get vaccinated? Those are the people working for Fauci. You would think that those people would be stumbling over each other trying to get jabbed. How come? Meanwhile, the uh, now we've got the government sending out free money to parents of children all over America, sending out payments to nearly all families with children in the United States beginning on Ju- July 15th. Here's your Marxism, your socialism. One of the biggest cash distribution schemes ever undertaken by the federal government. Joe Biden wants to extend this permanently. This is going to make American families far more dependent on government payments than any time in U.S. history. Basically, what it is, it's a payment that covers 39 million families right now. Nearly 88% of children in America will get free money automatically receiving without the parents needing to take any additional action. Qualified families will receive a payment of up to $300 per month for each child under 6, up to $250 per month, children between the ages of 6 and 17. Previously, it was capped at $2,000. So couples earning $150,000 or less will receive the full payments on the 15th of each month. They don't have to do anything. You're just going to get the money. And in most cases, direct deposit. The benefits total $3,600 for children under 6 and $3,000 for those who are older than that. You see what our government is doing. You see what Joe Biden is doing. He's a Marxist. He is creating a dependent class in America because these children will grow up and they will expect the money to be in their bank account every month and it will be a dependent class and they will be completely useless. Dependent classes in socialist countries are completely useless. They have no skills. They don't create anything. They don't have any creativity to create anything or cause advancements for humankind, much less their own kind. And that, right there, my friends, is where we're headed, unless Joe Biden is gone in the next two years or three years or however long he's going to be uh, president, and we get a conservative back in the Oval Office and conservatives in the midterms to turn all this back. The country is well on its way to ruination under all of this stuff because these children will be dependents of the state. And once you create dependents without any skills, when they don't have any skills other than making TikTok videos, there ain't nothing else that they're going to be able to do. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
I'm announcing today that on July 15th and the 15th of every month thereafter throughout the year, you will get deposited in your bank account half of your tax cut at least $250 per child each month, a direct deposit into your account. Okay, so we're talking about that this morning a little bit. We've got a lot of stuff we're getting around to. 538 at KTSA. That's the president announcing this child credit thing. Uh, $3,600 coming to kids, creating an entire generation of dependents. Meanwhile, here in Texas, Governor Greg Abbott said no to the federal unemployment insurance here in Texas. That's that $300 a week that's paying people to sit around and not go to work. Our governor here in Texas is canceling that as of the end of the month. It takes 30 days from the time that he orders it canceled for it to actually be canceled. So as of the end of this month, that extra $300 to sit around and watch television and play video games is going to go away because in many, many, many states, and in fact, this is what's happening nationwide, people are choosing that benefit and Instead of going to work, the court, Supreme Court, in a unanimous decision, found that police using the community caretaking exception to the Fourth Amendment's prohibitions on unreasonable searches and seizures were not allowed to enter the Rhode Island's man home and take his guns. Thank goodness and thank God for Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. He wrote, "The home is much more private." than a car what is reasonable for vehicles is different from what is reasonable in homes and this uh case went to the very core of the fourth amendment it's a case i told you about where a man and a woman got in an argument she thought that he was a danger to himself so she called the cops and said hey he's got guns in the house the cops then said to her well we talked to him and told him got convinced him to go to the doctor and get checked up on and uh, he said we could have the guns which he never did If you'll come let us in while he's at the doctor, we'll take the guns and everybody will be safe. So that's what happened. She took the cops over there. The cops took possession of the guns. He gets home from the doctor after the doctor says, you're not a threat to yourself or anybody else. He said, I was trying to tell him that. So he goes home and his guns are gone. And so he calls his wife, says, where's my guns? Well, the cops said that you told him he could have them. He did no such thing. The cops went there without a warrant without the man there, and took his guns. To me, that's stealing his guns. That's stealing. Those cops should have been arrested for theft. But anyway, uh, the Biden administration argued that that should be the norm in America. That any time the cops wanted to, they ought to, this is what they argued, the Biden administration in front of the Supreme Court, any time the police wanted to, they ought to be able to enter your home and take your guns. Supreme Court said, No. I am reading this book by Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer. I told you about him. He was the commander of the 11th Space Warning Squadron at Buckley Air Force Base. He has been reassigned because he wrote a book and spoke out against Marxism in America. The book is Irresistible Revolution, Marxism's Goal of Conquest and the Unmasking of the American Military, and I am... I'm reading through it right now. He's talking about critical race theory and Marxism, antithetical to American values, critical race theory, fueling narratives that attack America's founding documents. He said he's not attacking any political party or official. He said, I'm being misportrayed online. I didn't criticize any leader or any person in the DOD or any elected official. I'm just teeing up ideas that I think are toxic, he said. He said in his time in leadership, communications went out to every service member at the base in preparation for what Lloyd Austin called extremism down days, alleging that the country was evil 
that it was founded in 1619, that's that 1619 theory, rather than 1776, and that white people are inherently evil. This is, this is a communication being sent out to members of the military from the brass on high. He said, I spoke up against those things in writing my book. He explained he has received to date thousands of notes from his fellow military members who said they feel they have lost their voice. He said most people, including senior officers and leaders who are pushing these ideas, are pushing them without understanding what Marxism is. That's because they've changed the name of Marxism. It's now called equity. Whenever you hear the word equity, that means Marxism. Last year when they tore down the statues, that was Marxists. When they were tearing down the statues, what that was was erasing the history of the United States. Tucker Carlson did an, an outstanding job with this last night, talking about how UFOs are real. Hmm. Would have never thought that we would be talking like the great, late, great Art Bell, huh? Who had the all-night show. George Norrie's done it since Art passed away or since Art retired and then passed away. But a show that's been rooted in the weird and the odd, coast-to-coast -coast AM, and, and uh, early on was well-known as a place for people who wore these aluminum hats because they were afraid that a UFO was going to fall of them, fall on top of them. And people in the mainstream made fun of folks who believed in UFOs. But looky, looky, now our military is admitting that UFOs are real. But the problem, as pointed out by Tucker, and he's 100% correct, I pointed it out myself is that the military brass, not you guys getting in the car to go to work today, I'm talking about military brass, they're more concerned with being politically correct. The head of the military right now, Lloyd Austin, says our number one problem is the weather. No nation, he says, can find lasting security without addressing climate. We face all kinds of threats in our line of work, but few of them truly deserve to be called existential. The climate crisis is existential, says the, the Lloyd Austin. Secretary of Defense. He also said, I'm going to fight hard to stamp out sexual assault and rid our ranks of racists and extremists. That's his, that's his big thing. When, in fact, we now know, and we're going to get a report here in June, we now know that UFOs are real and UFOs are doing things that we can't do with our stuff. Air Defense Enhanced Early Warning System operator Emma, in her latest commercial, you've seen it, right? She said, this is a story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot missile defense system. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, violin, I also marched for equality and equity. I like to think I've been defending freedom for an early age, a way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. That's the commercial the Army is airing right now. You see... Right now, the military brass sees the real war as social justice, black liberation theology. But UFOs are doing things around our military that we never could possibly do with what we have. From a national security perspective, it's a big problem. One Navy pilot said military observed unidentified objects maneuvering in restricted airspace off the coast of Virginia every day for two years, Bill Whitaker on CBS asked him, how many times have you seen this? Every day. How long? For at least a couple of years. Our military completely outmatched by these UFOs, the technology. Whoever they are, wherever they're from, they're not weather balloons. Lou Elizondo, the former director of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, says, I'm telling you it's real. Imagine a technology that can do 600 to 700 G-forces. Our guys pass out at 9. They can fl 
No, 9Gs, not 900. This goes 600 to 700 G-forces. They can fly 13,000 miles an hour, can evade radar, can fly through air and water, possibly space, and, oh, by the way, has no obvious signs of propulsion, no wings, no control surfaces, which means wings or tails, and yet can still defy the natural effects of Earth's gravity. That's precisely what we're seeing, says Mr. Elizondo, the guy that's in charge of this program. This is the time to have a a Space Force, but the Space Force is more concerned about one of their leaders writing a book on Marxism than they are and, and than they are what's going on. The U.S. military spending its time purging the ranks, just like the Soviets did in 1938. They had a clear and present danger named Adolf Hitler, but they were more in the Soviet Union, and they were more concerned about what was going on politically inside their own military. So it turns out these UFOs are real. Now that doesn't mean that they're from outer space. They could be, but and that would be a far sight better than it turning out to be another nation on this planet who has better weaponry and better ability than we have, right? Uh, I think I would rather have the aliens visiting than have this in the hands of some whack job rogue nation. But our military brass and leadership is more concerned about social justice and the climate than they are about these, about what's happening here. Journalist George Knapp wrote, all of the nuclear facilities, Los Alamos, Livermore, Sandia, Savannah River, all have had dramatic incidents where unknown aircraft appeared over the facilities. Nobody knew where they were from or what they were doing. For decades it's happened, decades, and nobody knows why. In fact, in a nuclear weapons facility in Montana, 10 ICBMs were temporarily knocked offline. At the same time, security noticed a red object floating in the sky over the base. So whatever they are, they have the ability to fly like nothing we know anything about, and they have the ability to knock our ICBMs off. But our leadership is more concerned about somebody writing a book on Marxism and more concerned about social justice Liberation theology, Marxism being in, you know in, in, uh, put into place here in the United States, and so on. When we have obviously a real threat from somewhere and somebody, and there's going to be a report out coming out in June that's going to detail some of this. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. The pledge, traffic, and accurate. Evans Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. You're empowered if you are not vaccinated to wear a mask. So it is less about the honor system. You don't have to trust the person next to you has been vaccinated if you have not been vaccinated. If you wear a mask, the guidance is saying that you'll be, that provides protection. These people are talking in circles, man. They totally screwed this deal up. It's laughable at this point. Oh, man, just take it off and live your life, baby. Live your life. Well, if you want to wear it, go ahead and wear it. Hey, listen, 35 southbound, 35 southbound, 35 southbound. If you're coming in from New Braunfels or anywhere up there, man, San Marcos, Austin, whatever, 35 southbound is closed, and they're making you get on the access road, and it is backed up forever. Please don't come down a 35 southbound. Please don't, because you're not you're going to be stopped over there for a real long time. That traffic is not moving. They're on the access road sitting. That's 35 southbound. The accident is up there at around 1103 in Cibolo. Uh, 1103, 482, and all that. Don't come. And, and by the way, don't jump off and go down those back roads and stuff back there because they're really small little back roads. They were the old Indian trails, believe it or not, and they're still there. They just paved over the old Indian trails, and you're not going to go anywhere back there either. 
So just chill. Uh, go somewhere else. Take 281 in. Take I-10 in. If you're trying to get into town, man, get over there at I-10. If you're up in New Braunfels, take 46 or 725 and go to I-10 and come on in that way. Uh, if you're closer to the other side and you can get to 281, uh, do that and come on in on 281. But don't do 35 southbound until we tell you to because it is a mess. Bill Pyatt is going to join me. He's a uh, uh, over at uh, St. Mary's School of Law. He is a professor. He's a great attorney. And he knows law inside and out. I've had many of you ask me questions about whether or not your employer can, can fire you for not getting vaccinated. Just what can your employer do uh, if you don't get vaccinated? So he's he's going to join me, and we're going to talk more about that and try to answer your questions, as many of them as we can, at the uh, 620 break, which is coming up here in just a few minutes. So if you know somebody who is interested in that, I, I, I can't tell you how many I get, how many emails I get and questions I get about this uh, every day. And so we're going to try to answer as many as we can with attorney Bill Pyatt coming up at 620 this morning here on KTSA. So be listening. And if you want to shoot me a question real quick, you can call us at 210-599-5555 and Elaine will take your question down. Or feel free to email me, Trey, at KTSA.com or on my Facebook page. Either way, the question and answer coming up with him. For taking the morning after pill. Oh, God. I'll tell you, the, the liberals in this country just get crazier and crazier by the day. Good morning, 608-550-KTSA-FM-1071. Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. That's Claire McCaskill. Um, okay, so let's talk about what's going on here. We've got 35 southbound completely shut down. If you're coming in from New Braunfels, in fact, it's backed up all the way to New Braunfels, from Cibolo to New Braunfels. That's how bad it is now on 35 southbound. What happened was there was an accident that sometime in the middle of the night, uh, I saw it uh, about uh, I saw it about 2.30. So uh, it had to happen, obviously, before then. And it's right there in Cibolo, and it's backed up, man. All you see are stopped vehicles because they made everybody get off the highway and everybody's sitting on the access road. So if you're coming in from New Braunfels or San Marcos or Austin and you typically come in on 35 southbound, folks, really seriously do something else. This is not going to be fun, and I have we nobody has any idea how long this is going to take. I guess we should get to a little more daylight. We're going to be able to see what it's going to take to to start to clear this up. Like I said, it's been working for hours now, uh, at least three hours. So it's very busy, and a lot of cars are just stopped there on 35 southbound. Uh, alternate routes include if you're in uh, the New Braunfels area, 725 or 46 east and hit uh, I-10 and come in there, or 46 West, like you're going to uh, Bernie, Bull Verde, and take 281 southbound to get in. That's about going to be your best shot. If you try some of these back routes and back roads and residential areas, all those kind of things, you got a couple of problems. First of all, some of those areas are nothing more than cattle trails that were formed back in the 1800s and Native American trails, and they were just paved over, so it's going to take you longer back there. Second of all, you got school buses and kiddos on bicycles and all that trying to get to school this morning, and you don't want to have a tragedy there. So best thing is try to get to 281 or I-10 and make your way in. But uh, 35 southbound is not going to be it for you. Um, I can't tell you how many questions I have had about COVID rules at work and compliance with those rules at work. I've had so many people uh, daily, daily, who will send me emails from their employer saying, my boss is telling me I have to get vaccinated or I have to leave the company. Can my boss do that? Is that legal? 
I don't want to get vaccinated. Or my boss is telling me I have to get vaccinated or I have to basically be a second-class citizen here at work. I, I have to still wear a mask, and I'm going to be segregated and put off by myself and all those things if I don't get the vaccination. Can my boss do that? Just what can my employer do if I'm not going to get the vaccination? Can an employer demand to see a proof of vaccination? Can an employer say to you, show it to us? Those are the kinds of things, kinds of questions I get all the time. I don't have the answers for them. But we have found somebody who, who uh, does, and Elaine has put us together with Bill Pyatt, who is an attorney and a professor over at St. Mary's School of Law. He will answer those questions and more coming up in our next segment. If you have a question... You can email it to me, or you can uh, call in at 210-599-5555, and we'll ask the question of Bill Pyatt coming up in the next segment. You know, are you concerned? Uh, has your employer hit you up and said, you know what, you don't come in if you're not vaccinated? We'll get to all that. So interesting news about uh, Fiesta. June 17th is when it kicks off at 100% capacity. Remember no fiesta last year, and then they moved it to June. Well, 100% capacity and the fully vaccinated do not have to wear a mask at fiesta this year. And there will be tents, pop-up tents with vaccines available at fiesta if you're going to be going down there. So, again, it starts on June 17th and 100% capacity and fully vaccinated do not have to wear a mask they are recommending that you do but you you don't have to 42% believe in wearing masks outside even though the CDC says you don't have to wear them at all if you've been vaccinated but in a recent poll 42% say yeah I'm still going to wear them inside outside all over the place that's almost half Pretty incredible. 39% said everyone should follow the CDC guidelines that says that masks are only necessary outdoors when in crowds. And it breaks down pretty evenly among the uh, two main political parties. So not one political party holding it over the other in that area. We'll tell you about my friends over at Quarter Moon. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk with Attorney Bill Pyatt about uh, employment law and what's happening with the new COVID restrictions of the vaccine. Tell you about Quarter Moon at Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC. If you've got an issue with a water heater, maybe it's not heating like it did before, you call Quarter Moon. They can replace that water heater for you. Or if you have multiple water heaters in your home, they can take care of that for you and make sure that you always have hot water this time of the day when you're trying to get a shower and get out the door. If you got a leaky faucet, you bet. They can take care of that too, or a toilet that just won't stop running. Maybe need some new insides. They can handle all that for you at Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC. Even with master plumbers on staff, they haven't seen anything they couldn't tackle. Your front yard looked like a marshland. Okay, they can handle that at Quarter Moon. But they can also take care of so many other things for you, like your AC system. We're headed into the time of the year when you're going to have to have a great AC system to keep you nice and cool and keep the humidity out of your home. And at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, they have super low interest rates on financing of the top name brands right now. And all you got to do is call Quarter Moon at 210-651-5899, Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. 
AccuWeather forecast, well, we had high winds overnight, knocked out some power for folks around. We have a flash flood watch in effect through Thursday. Public Works has pre-positioned barricades, and they're bringing in additional personnel. With heavy rain and high winds and even hail, a possibility in our area the next couple of days. Today, mostly cloudy and breezy with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm, a high of 82. Then tonight, mostly cloudy and a shower or a gusty thunderstorm around. Any of these thunderstorms can produce damaging winds and cause flooding as well. Tomorrow, we're looking for it to be cloudy with periods of rain and a thunderstorm. Rain can be heavy. Uh, and it could cause a flash flooding, 76 tomorrow. And on Thursday, mostly cloudy and humid with a shower or thunderstorm around again and a high. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. things you don't talk over. It's a 619 550 KTSA FM 1071. The Trayware page KTSA.com. Flash flood watch in effect through Thursday. Heavy rain, high winds, even hail a possibility over the next couple of days at various times. I-35 southbound in uh, Cipolo is completely shut down, has been for several hours now. I have no idea how much longer it's going to be shut down. If you're coming in from New Braunfels or San Marcos or Austin or something like that, please find an alternate route. Go over to I-10, go over to 281, but do not try right now to come down I-35 until we find out how long this is going to last. You're going to be stopped. I mean, it's dead stopped in that area right now. Okay, so not a day goes by that I don't get emails from people that say, okay, can my employer make me take the vax? Can my employer fire me if I don't? Can my employer uh, demand proof that I was vaccinated? Um, can, can a restaurant demand proof that I was vaccinated before the restaurant lets me in to eat? What about an airline? All of these questions are swirling around right now as we emerge out of COVID and now we have the vaccines going around and what can be demanded of you or not. And so Elaine got uh, Bill Pyatt from St. Mary's, uh, professor of law and former dean at St. Mary's School of Law to join us here on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. It's Bill. It's great to have you on this morning. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you very much for having me. Um, I, these, these folks are just very curious in this strange new world, you know, that we're living in right now and what it means and, and how they are to respond to their employers. Uh, this started several months ago. A friend of mine sent me a notice, and her employer just told her outright, if you don't get vaccinated, you will be separated from the company in a number of days, whatever that was. Can employers do that? Okay, Um like with all legal questions, there are some gray areas. So I'll just say in general, an employer can require that all employees be vaccinated and show proof of the vaccination. But for reasons that I'm going to explain, it depends a lot on the business needs, the business necessity, and it depends to a large extent on the reason that the employee does not choose to have the vaccination. All right, so just back up to 1905, the Supreme Court of the United States said that government entities can require vaccinations. In that case, it was the smallpox vaccine. But that didn't directly address the issue that you're raising, and that is private employers. Generally, private employers in Texas have the right to hire and fire people at will, meaning for reasons or no reasons, unless there's a union contract or unless there is some specific contract. 
So one of the reasons that employers can use or even choose not to disclose is if you don't get the vax, you don't get to keep your job. There has been some guidance from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, but none since the president lifted this nationwide CDC mask mandate guidance. So in general, what would happen is, suppose an employer decides, I want to require that my employees get the vaccination. The employer doesn't really have to give any reason other than that. Then think about the individual employee who doesn't want to get the vaccination or hasn't been vaccinated. If the employee's objection is on the basis of religion, there are federal statutes under the Civil Rights Acts that say you can't be discriminated against on the basis of religion, and that extends to employment unless there's a business necessity for the requirement. And the employer could not demand proof of your religious beliefs or inquire what religion do you belong to, etc. Another valid objection could be if the person has health issues, because under the Americans with Disabilities Act, employers can't discriminate against people who have disabilities and they can't really pursue and demand proof. Uh, what's your health situation, etc. Having said that, though, Here's some objections that are not valid in any circumstances. If the employee says, well, just as a general philosophical basis, I don't want to take the vaccination. Or if the employee says the vaccinations have only been given temporary uh, authorization, emergency authorization, those are not going to be valid objections in any circumstance. Go back to the situation now where the employer says, I want you, you have to be vaccinated. And the employee says, I have religious objections to that. All right, now the employer's kind of between a rock and a hard place. If the employer insists and then fires the person who won't get vaccinated, the person could file a complaint alleging religious discrimination. But if the employer can show that there was a business necessity for requiring the vaccination, the employer can fire the person even over a religious objection, even over a health issue. So some of the businesses that probably would have a higher necessity, business necessity for requiring the vaccination would be where there's a greater threat to employees, clients, or patients. Think of a doctor's office, a hospital, some kind of healthcare situation. The ones that probably have the lower necessity would be something, and I'm just, this is off the top of my head, I'm trying to figure out where there would be a less danger of exposure. And that might be a lawn care service, for example, uh, where the employees ride alone in trucks and only work outdoors, don't have that much contact with each other or with the with patient with the uh, clients so i know that's going to be frustrating to a lot of people but the general answer is yes employers can require vaccinations and can require that the employees show proof of vaccination i i figured that would probably be the the, the case being texas uh, as an out will state the employer can almost say for any reason you know you're you're out with the exception of some very specific uh, notations that can be made, but I, I also I wonder if some of these employees have any kind of slapback if if say um, the employer starts treating them as what they term a what the employee might term as a second class citizen. Like, okay, we're not going to separate, but you're going to have to wear a mask. You're going to be segregated by by alone. You will not be able to are allowed to uh, commingle with the others who are there. Those kind are are with customers or whatever. Uh, can an employer do that? And if an employer does that, does the employee have any grounds to answer? Probably, again, because Texas is at will, the employer probably could do that and say, well, look, if you don't like these restrictions, then you don't, you don't have to work or you can go someplace else. But having said that, 
okay, if the segregation is because someone has objected on a religious basis or on a health basis, no, the employer could not get away with that unless the employer can show there's a business necessity for keeping the people away, clients, customers, right. et cetera. And then even right. then, the employer would probably have to show that all employees are being treated this way. So if somebody shows up to work and hasn't had the vaccination, they can't be treated differently than people who are already at work. Yeah. Uh, so if they start hiring people and say, all right, well, you don't have the vaccination, but you get to just go ahead with your business, but the existing employees are being segregated in the way you described, yeah, there's a problem with that. So it's a, okay. it's a mess. Legally speaking, it's a mess. Yeah, and it hasn't been challenged in court yet that I know of, and it has not been late. The law has not been laid down either by the Texas Ledge or by the United States Congress. Um, Bill, I, I I hate to do this, but I, I don't know if you have a little more time for us this morning. I have to make a bottom of the hour break, but I have some more questions, and I'd like to be able to ask those if you, if you have a few more minutes you could spend with us through, after the break. I'll be happy to do so. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you, sir. Bill Pyatt is joining me. He is a professor of law and former dean at St. Mary's School of Law. And we're going to take the break. Bill, feel free to go get yourself a cup of coffee. We're going to be gone for a little bit here, and then we'll come back, and we'll continue our conversation with him about law and what you can and cannot do in your employment situation. We want to talk about contract employees, and we want to talk about government employees as well coming up. I want to tell you about uh, South Texas Guns over at 281 at Hollow near HEB. These are really some friendly guys. Joseph and Sean own South South Texas Guns. They have a great staff, a very friendly and very helpful guys there. You know what happens a lot of times if you're a first-time gun buyer, and a lot of people are right now, you go in, and if you don't know what a gun is and what it does and all that kind of stuff, sometimes some of these uh, gun shops will look at you like, hey, you, what are you doing, about? You don't know what that is. You know, that kind of thing. They make you feel about that tall. Well, that never happened at South Texas Guns. They are so friendly to people who are first-time gun buyers. They are certified NRA handgun instructors as well. They are no-pressure sales attitude. They want to make sure you get the right firearm for you and not just gun. Warm, friendly atmosphere, highest quality firearms, personal defense, hunting, collectibles, competition shooting, whatever you're into, South Texas Guns is your place. And if you, by the way, are in law enforcement, this is your place. Boy, they take really great care of law enforcement folks. They have a law enforcement program there at South Texas Guns. Coming up June 5th, I will see you there because they're having their one-year anniversary party, and I'm going to go with free raffles every hour, free food while it lasts, a huge selection of firearms and accessories. They're going to give away an AR-15 and more. That's on June 5th. South Texas Gun. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. I know that's going to be frustrating to a lot of people, but the general answer is yes, employers can require vaccinations and can require that the employees show proof of vaccination. Okay, so Bill Pyatt is my guest. He is professor of law, former dean at St. Mary's School of Law on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Trey Ware here on KTSA. We appreciate his uh, 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 generosity with his time to, to stay with us. I, I've had several more questions that have come up, Bill, so I just wanted to fire these at you as quickly as I can. And again, thank you for your time. Uh, is HIPAA a factor in any of this? Um, HIPAA would not prevent an employer from requiring proof of vaccination is the quick answer. Okay. Okay. And again, we're dealing in some gray area here, but essentially, if you're just now tuning in, uh, Bill was telling us that in uh, in the last half hour, that basically because Texas is an at-will state, an employer can require that you get vaccinated and can require proof of that vaccination. Does that extend to contract employees as well? 
It probably does. Uh, and again, it, it's, it, this is a gray area. It, there has been no litigation. There's no legal precedent. But just going on the, the, the reality that employers are the ones that are going to be making the decisions about who is coming in contact with the public and with other employees, other contractors, the employer is probably going to want to play it safe so that the employer wouldn't be somehow liable for exposing the public to a threat. If the employer thinks that's a necessity of the employer's business, the employer is probably going to be able to do that. Mm. Like they're delivering food or they're driving people around in an Uber situation or something like that, then it probably would, would apply to them. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I think it probably would. And again, remember, there's these exceptions. There's a religious uh, accommodation exception. There is a health exemption. If there's somebody who has a legitimate health reason that they cannot wear a mask, or if they have a religious objection to wearing masks, oh, I'm sorry, to being vaccinated, right? then the employer probably would run the risk of saying, well, no, we're going to fire you. We're not going to continue with you. And then when the employee brings the challenge, then the employer would have to show it's a necessity of the business to require the vaccination. Right. Okay. Military bases, we have a number of those here. How does it apply to military bases and government employees overall? Okay. Uh, when the president announced his no-mask policy, that doesn't have the force of law. Uh, there's no statute behind it. There's no formal regulation. So probably the existing legal structure that was in place meaning that the military controls access to their bases and can determine uh, who gets on and under, under what circumstances, probably the military would be able to continue to enforce a don't enter without a mask or require, maybe even require vaccinations for uh, approaching some areas within the base. Okay. Uh, and, and that was going to be my next question. Could they restrict certain areas in the base based on whether or not you are vaccinated? Um, okay, so stores, shops, restaurants, would it be okay if they said, hey, before you come in my restaurant, you have to prove that you've been vaccinated? Yes, and again, this is, this is, this is raising some areas that have not been fully litigated, but just right. in general, uh, a business can discriminate, if you will, in deciding who it's going to do business with as long as it's not in one of the protected areas. So, for example, a business couldn't say, we're not going to let you in if you are a member of a particular religion or a particular ethnic group, but the employ uh, the business could say, we're not going to let you in if you're wearing a red shirt, uh, we're not going to let you in unless yeah. you have shoes on, and they probably could say, we're not going to let you in unless you're vaccinated and can show us a card showing that you've been vaccinated. No shoes, no shirt, no service, right? That, that yes, law. Yeah, now it's going to be, no, yeah, no shoes, no shirt, no, no vaccination card. And then, of course, the customer always has the option of not doing business with that place, going someplace that is not going to require that level of proof. That's exactly right. Again, let me uh, just reset here so everybody understands. I'm speaking with Bill Pyatt. He is professor of law and former dean at St. Mary's School of Law. Trey Ware here on KTSA. And I-35 southbound in the Cibolo Shirts area is shut down. If you're coming in from New Braunfels and Austin and those areas there, find another route because it's completely shut down. I understand that it could be an 18-wheeler that uh, caught fire out there in the middle of the night, and it's a very bad situation. So they have it uh, shut down on I-35 southbound. Just a couple more minutes with me bill and again thank you very much for your time bill has been telling us from the beginning he joined us last half hour because i've had so many questions about whether or not you can be compelled by your employer to take the vaccine or separate from the company or be treated differently in other words masking up and so on and he's been very clear from the beginning 
that all of this is not settled yet, that there will be challenges and there will be law to be passed and those kinds of things. So take everything that he's saying right now with that in mind. He's speaking in general terms. A lot of stuff has not gone through the Texas ledge or through Congress. It certainly hasn't been through the court system. So this is basically basic law, generalized uh, answers for where we are, and some of it could and probably will change as time goes on. Is that fair enough, Bill? Does that kind of cover yes, it? Yes, and, and, and again, I would caution anybody that has a legal problem, talk to your own attorney because the individual right. circumstances can make all of this change. Yes. 100%. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so finally, uh, events uh, like Spurs games, Fiesta, etc. Can events then require you to be vaccinated and show proof before you can come in? Okay, Spurs is a private business, so yes, the same requirements that uh, we talked about for any other private business, yes. Okay, the uh, open-air events, public events, semi-public events like Fiesta, I guess theoretically they could require vaccination, but I don't know as a practical matter that they're going to try to do that. I think they're going to fall back on the general guidance that the CDC and the president gave that if you are outdoors, you, you are okay not to wear a mask even if you haven't been vaccinated. I mean, I think that was the president's guidance, so I think we would listen to what the CDC is saying in that regard, and I would I would bet they're not going to try to enforce a mask or a vaccination requirement uh, at Fiesta, although I bet you they probably will be encouraging people who have not been vaccinated to wear a mask, and probably anybody who still feels more comfortable wearing a mask, of course, will be allowed to do so. You just nailed it 100% because they announced that earlier. 100% capacity beginning on June 17th, fully vaccinated, no mask, but they encourage you to wear one anyway, and they will be giving vaccines there at Fiesta. So you nailed it uh, 100%. Okay, and this just came up, and I'm sure there's no answer for this yet, but let's take a stab at it. And if there is no answer, then we can just say no answer. Somebody's asking about uh, communal living like in an apartment complex, somewhere where you're going to be living close to others, obviously in your own home, I don't think anybody could could force you uh, to do that in your own home but if you're living in an apartment complex or something you know a hotel one of these long lease hotels or something can they require it i would say they probably could under the same circumstances that we discussed private businesses deciding who can come and do business with them they probably could require vaccination before leasing an apartment very good but again all right that's a guess. yeah Right. Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah, we're not going to hold you to any of that. This is just general. These are just general uh, rules and discussion. As we always say when we talk about medical stuff, we don't give legal advice on the air and we don't give medical advice on the air. You have a doctor. Get an attorney if you don't have one. If you have more questions about what you can and cannot do with your employer, that's a private contract between you and your employer, uh, and you need to deal with that on that kind of basis. Uh, don't just take what we've said on the radio as being the gospel here. This is just just a generalized summary of where things are right now. Bill, I, I really appreciate your time, and I hope we can call on you again in the future. It's been very helpful to answer a lot of these questions. Anytime I can help. Thank you very much, Trey. Thank you, sir. That's Bill Pyatt, who is professor of law, former dean at St. Mary's School of Law, joining us here on KTSA. And Elaine and Chris will get that podcast for you on the Treyware page, KTSA.com, so you can uh, go back and refer to that. Got your weather coming up here in just a couple of seconds, and this traffic situation on I-35 southbound in the Shirt-Cibolo area. It is closed right now. Apparently an 18-wheeler caught fire out there in the middle of the night. It is still shut down. Traffic backed up past New Braunfels now on 35 southbound. So if you're coming in from New Braunfels or San Marcos or Austin, please find an alternate route. More details on that coming up, KTSA.
Hey, I want to tell you about my friends over at CarZeus, CarZeus.com. You want to sell your car, they want to buy it. At CarZeus.com, they have nothing to sell you, so they don't have employees who are commissioned salespeople. So you're not going to get any headaches, no hassle, no blowback, no problems at all. When you're dealing with CarZeus at CarZeus.com, a friendly atmosphere, very helpful to answer all of your questions, either through email, text, or on the phone. They will make sure that you understand everything that's going on at CarZeus at CarZeus.com. So simply log on, CarZeus.com, and they'll get you an offer on your vehicle, whatever it is you drive. And you might be upside down. You may still owe money on it. Well, that's okay. They'll help you with all of that at CarZeus.com. The offer is free, and there's no obligation. So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. You can sell your vehicle today or wait a couple of days. It's just basically up to you. They'll let you move at your own pace. Get a free no-obligation offer right now from Car... Evans Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Again, 35 southbound in Shirt Cibolo is closed right now. Apparently an 18-wheeler fire. So please, please, please find a alternate route. We need some more pledgers. I need you to call us right now. 210-599-5555. We want to record you saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And thanks again to our friends over at Stevens Roofing for sponsoring this and keeping the light of liberty burning. Take you a minute to call us right now. 210-599-5555. No worries. Don't get nervous because it ain't live. All right? 210-599-5555. Call us up, say the Pledge of Allegiance, and we'll put you in our rotation, and thank you for doing so. So you heard me, and, and I know Sean does too. Sometimes we talk about it together. Um, talk about how you know your your phones and your devices are listening to you all the time. And I don't know if you've had it happen to you, but I have it happen to me quite frequently where I'll be talking about something. My phone's not even in the same room. Like the other day, my phone was in the kitchen, and Nancy and I were in the dining room having lunch. And we were talking, she said, you know, I need to put some blinds up there in that window because it shines down in my face when we're having lunch. I went and picked up my phone, went to my news feed, and there was ads for blind companies. Now, there's no other reason that a blind company would send me an ad. Because <laughs> it's not like I was researching or Googling blinds. I was not, nor was she. So they heard, my phone heard her say that or our, one of our listening devices, heard her say that and our conversation about it and started to send me ads on Facebook. Yesterday, we're having lunch in the same location, phones in the same location, in the charger in the kitchen. We wrapped up this delicious taco that I made out of ribeye steak. It was so good, wasn't it? We wrapped that up yesterday and said, you know, one of these days, I, we're going to have to check and see if Mama's is back open yet, because one of our delights was having the mushrooms at Mama's and finish it up with some chocolate cake right there on Nacogdoches outside of Loop 410. Cappy had it forever since 1981. We used to go there all the time. And then he sold it, and as what happens a lot of times, goes to pot. So Cappy picked it up, and his son has been putting it back together. Trevor's been working on getting it back together. So I said to her yesterday as we're wrapping up lunch in our dining room, phone in the kitchen, I said, I wonder if Mama's is open yet. News story this morning. Mama's Cafe is open again, and yes, the fried mushrooms are still on the menu. It's back in business after nearly two years of extensive renovations. Located at Nacogdoches Road, just outside of Loop 410, the restaurant and bar is now open for limited dinner service with plans to open for breakfast and lunch later. 
They're open five to nine Wednesdays through Sundays. Meatloaf, chicken fried steak, pork chops, schnitzels, burgers, catfish place, and the famous fried mushrooms. The bar features eight house cocktails and eight different margarita options on the menu, boozy coffee, 11 different types of beer, 13 wine varieties. Mama's General Manager Trevor Lawton says, we aren't where we want to be staffing yet, but we're starting off with limited hours, but as time gets up, gets us up and running, we'll get there. They got an expanded open kitchen with all new equipment, plumbing, bathrooms, outdoor beer, and so on and so forth. I'm going to Mama's. I'm going to go get fried mushrooms, and I'm going to give me a chicken fried steak over there because I just love it, and I got a friend that's going to get the Botanas. I know he will because he always does. But isn't that freaky? Again, all you got to do is say it. So, hey, phone, send me $10 billion. I could sure use it. Thank you. Can you order it like that? Is it? Is your phone your genie now? Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA.